Welcome to Toon Time with Megan and Jojo, the podcast where two siblings throw it way back to talk about the cartoons from our childhood. I'm Megan. And I'm Jojo. What are we going to do tomorrow night? Same thing we do every night, Pinky. Try to take over the world. Whatever you do, don't you tell mom. As I always say, hit it, Cornelia. Hey everybody, welcome to Toon Time. Today we're talking, well, when I was re-watching the episodes today, I just want to say I reminisced hard, I felt the nostalgia real hard, I think <laughs> I really, I really like this show, I, I think, I say I think I like the show, I loved this show when I was a kid, and maybe it's why I love fart humor so much, or you know what I mean, maybe it changed me as a person, maybe it's why I think stereotypes are funny sometimes, I don't know, but this show we're talking about today is Yvonne of the Yukon. It's about, mm-hmm. okay, uh, I, I, I couldn't really remember sort of the preface of the show, but it says it all in the theme song. So what happens is there's this Frenchman and he's part of King Louis, he's like one of his jesters or something, he's part of the court. And so this is like 300 years ago. And King, <laughs> King Louis sends him off on a ship to go find the new world. I know like whatever Columbus, it was like five or 600 years ago, whatever, but um, you know what I mean? Like they're sending him off to like discover shit and whatever. So he gets on his little boat and he, he can't read a map. So he gets lost and he ends up like in the, in the Arctic and in like the North Sea and he's in like Northern Canada and he loses his way. He falls off his ship, falls into the water, freezes in an instant so he's like cryogenically frozen in time in the arctic tundra meanwhile 300 years later this little kid is riding his snowmobile he's not a little kid he's like a teen well he's yeah cool, okay yeah he's like he's, he's a cool teen. teen like i would have wanted to be friends with tommy tommy yeah. what, what were their last names tokyuk tommy tokyuk <laughs> um i would have wanted to have been his friend <laughs> back then but anyways so he's riding his snowmobile and his dog jumps off to take a wee and pees on this mound of snow and melts Yvonne and he springs back to life 300 years later so he's this ancient man with a a wealth of knowledge of the past about what things were like and a total lack of context for what the modern day is like so it's kind of fascinating if you think about if you if you really get deep in this this show is really <laughs> fascinating. Okay, I swear yeah. to God, and like, um, I really, it, should, it really hit me hard when I watched it today. It should be noted, though. I, you say wealth of knowledge. I feel like you're being very generous because he's not the brightest. I'm just being a goof, obviously. He's not the, but. he's not the sharpest tool in the toolbox, <laughs> to say the least. Oh, really, though. And uh, <laughs> also, we should say, like, this show. Uh, a little bit offensive. It was yeah. Some some stuff really didn't age well. <laughs> like uh, you were just telling me that this was done by two white guys, right? The the creators of the show, just a couple of white dudes. Yeah, uh, you know what I mean. So it's not like uh, like uh, I find the uh, the characters, which they're all like of northern native descent. Uh, not all, but I, there are no, yeah. a lot of like Inuit characters yeah. on the they're, show. They're kind of offensively portrayed. Uh, it's well, not the most. Like, okay, I wouldn't say it's not I wouldn't terrible. Say it's, it's terrible, uh, but it's not, you know, it's not, the it's not most like flattering. the most like nuanced, like well-rounded characters. And I feel like, you know, the fact that it was created by two white guys is not something that can be like skipped over because I feel like if you're going to do a show that kind of centers on like the Yukon and features in like Inuit characters prominently, they should be involved in the creation. I don't know how, I don't know, maybe if on the staff there were like yeah. uh, people of like Inuit descent that were writers or consultants or whatever. I didn't, I tried to research a little bit, but I didn't see, I didn't see anything like that being noted. Again, I didn't really go deep into the list of like people working on the show, but mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it could have, it could have probably serve them to have Inuit people or like indigenous people working on the production with them. I don't know to what extent they did mm. or didn't. Uh, I don't well, know. like a couple things that do kind of seem realistic to me is they're up north uh, in the restaurant. He's cooking up moose meat 
places like that, people are living yeah. in, in a harsh environment. I mean, you're you're I living guess. off the land. You're, you're hunting. It moose. is like almost comically so. Know. Like he makes like yeah. sushi with moose meat, which is <laughs> just just looks. I don't know. There's yeah. There's certain <laughs> things about it that they ring. Yeah. I mean, I guess they're kind of stereotypical, but they kind of they seem realistic to me, just in in, mm. in the way that some. When you're living up north, it's it's a it's a very specific environment, and you have to survive out there. So it creates a very specific kind of person or a way of being. I don't know. Maybe I'm looking. Maybe I'm reading way too into it. But well, uh, I don't know. I I just like I just kind of stick with the fact that these are not like I wouldn't say they're like super well-rounded portrayals <laughs> of like indigenous characters. <laughs> no, like any character in this show is yeah is a total farce. And I almost wonder if, like, you can even focus on it being like a sort of an intolerance to indigenous culture, or no, if it's well. just the fact that every character in the show is just totally blown out of the water. Yeah, Everybody no, in the show is ridiculous. Yeah, I don't think it's like an intolerance per se. I don't think they're like trying to be mean, because like you know, the indigenous characters are not the ones that like look the most ridiculous in the show. Yeah, especially one of the episodes we're going to talk about today. Yeah, um, oh but boy. anyways, I mean, I guess, yeah, this was 20 years ago as well. Like this premiered almost 20 years ago, which is mm -hmm. just crazy. But anyways, oh um, I mean, that's and then again, that's like not excusing. But I think that, you know, people were definitely less um, less kind of aware, I guess, of these things or like they didn't pay. It was much more liberally thrown around in the mainstream. This was just like running on YTV. This yeah. was a common cartoon. Yeah, like, would a show like this get made today? Probably Oof. not. Or probably not in the same way. Like, they no, probably... Well, yeah. hopefully they would, safer. like, kind of be more conscious of just, It'd... like, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, okay, anyways, look, like, it is what it is. <laughs> it, uh... It's not... It's not great. Mm -hmm. But there are still some funny moments in this show. And it is, mm -hmm. like, quite a Canadian show. And the thing I love, too, is it's it's the French stereotypes because... Now, this is something I kind of moved back and forth between Halifax recently with school. And I mean, we're from Nova Scotia, you and I, right? So mm -hmm. we're, we're Maritimers, but like our lineage is French. Our, like most of our family is all French. So we're, we're, we're French. We grew up in, in Quebec. We're very French people. But whenever I'm in the Maritimes, people rag on me so hard for being a dirty Frenchman. You know what I mean? And it's fun. <laughs> like it, it's all fun and games, you know, and it's hilarious. And I love I love it when people joke around about that shit. It's so funny. You make fun of French people. That's what you do. French people are I don't know. You just yeah. were an easy target. Well, but also like, because there is a distinction to be made where like he he's like meant to be from France. Yeah, he's an ancient fucking jester from King Louis's court in France. God, stop like, saying ancient. That makes it sound like he's coming from ancient Greece. Well, medieval. Sorry, <laughs> he's he's a medieval court jester. Is he even medieval? Anyways, look, it's like 400 years <laughs> he's old. From, he's from the past. I don't know the exact time. Whatever. Basically, they say in anyways. the theme song, 300 years later, he was thawed. Okay. 300 years passed and with some irony. All right, well, fine. 346 years old. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, but we're. Quebecois people like our father is like Quebecois and mm -hmm. and he's supposed to be from France so there I guess is some overlap but they're also two very different that's that's a good point entities yeah. I think people from both cultures like from France and from Quebec would not <laughs> love to be like all lumped into this I don't know like not that there's anything wrong with either but there is sort of that like animosity that exists in some yeah. cases um so anyways I guess that's just like a distinction to be made although I did note that he sounds like very Quebecois he doesn't really sound like from France to me yeah he <laughs> like doesn't talk like this he talk like this see okay yeah <laughs> 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 hey Tommy! <laughs> hey Tommy, I have a walrus as a pet, okay? Which uh, is a good segue into our first episode. Yeah. The walrus <laughs> between us. This was Sorry. interesting. Now it was to say the <laughs> Let's let's let the cat out of the bag here. There's a super racist stereotype in this. Uh, yeah. There's a so okay, I guess I should give you a quick run through of the episode. We'll go through. We'll get we'll get to the I mean, it's racism when yeah, we get to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we'll 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 address that. Mm -hmm. So what happens in this episode is it starts off and Yvonne, 
our dirty Frenchman, is hanging out with Tommy, our Inuit wonder child. And um, what? <laughs> I don't know. He's just a good. He's a good, good boy. I like him. Yeah, he's a good he boy. Is. He's a good kid. Um, and they're hanging out with their husky. Well, I don't. I don't think he's a husky. They call him mutt. So he's just a weird but he, dog. Like, he he's looks got, like, like a, a husky. Sh- yeah, he's but got he's got no like hair sh- on his butt. He's got like a shaved baboon's ass. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Hilarious. That always bothered me. I'm like, why is his butt so exposed? Like, he must be so cold. Oh, that's this. That's this show, though. They just love okay, but, butts yeah, and poop but and also, fart. Also, why is like okay? Can we just say that Yvonne does not wear pants? Like, he's just always in like tidy whities Yeah, he's always wearing his little like baby blue briefs with a belt to keep them up. Because whenever he takes the <laughs> so belt ridiculous. off. To- he, he always takes the belt off and his underwear fall down. Like, he needs the belt to hold his briefs up. It's so ridiculous. Oh, my God. But anyways, apparently, like, temperature does not appear to be much of a factor other than the fact that it froze Yvonne instantly as soon as he <laughs> fell off the boat, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> anyways, so he's hanging out with Tommy and the dog, and he's feeling lonely. And he's, he, he sees Tommy playing fetch with the dog, and he, he thinks... Uh, maybe I should uh, get a pet and uh, have a bit of friendship in my life. Uh, and so he goes fishing well, and he's just yeah. feeling lonely and he accidentally snags a shark that pulls him into the water. No, no, he yes. doesn't snag a shark. No, no, no. The shark yes. grabs the bait, but then the shark oh, no, leaves yeah. because a Japanese submarine, a nuclear <laughs> sub starts like creeping up out of nowhere and scares the shark away and he ends up hooking onto the sub the sub pulls him underwater he drowns he's not dead though because a walrus saves his life pushes him up through his little fishing hole gives him cpr it's beautiful but when he gives him the squeeze of life yvonne (laughs) farts a fart that's so fartacious and disgusting that it just kills this walrus it knocks him out cold it doesn't kill him it just no yeah but yvonne feels indebted to this walrus for saving his life so he has to bring him back and so he gives him the nastiest cartoon display of cpr i've ever seen he sticks his whole head in this slobbery dead walrus mouth (laughs) and like just inflates him and he just expels the fart cloud that Yvonne killed him with. Oh god, it's so and gross. Brings him back. But anyways, they become best friends. Like but Yvonne kind of treats him like a pet and Tommy Tommy has an issue with this because it's a wild walrus. It's a walrus from the goddamn fucking like under the ice, okay? He's from and the ocean. Yeah. He's a wet boy and he's a <laughs> wild boy and Yvonne should not be taking that boy under his wing. Um, but he did and you know what it's fine because they have a good time and he feeds them and it's he fine. He calls him Lumpy. Yeah Lumpy the walrus. It's I beautiful. I thought that was cute. It's beautiful. You have Matt? Why can't I have Lumpy? Does now, not make up for the rest of the episode <laughs> but I thought that was cute. Lumpy? I just come up with it. Um, you know what I feel like the, the racist Japanese stereotypes in this are almost irrelevant to the episode. It's just kind of there. It's like they feel like we need to throw this in there. I feel like it makes it worse. Yeah. Well, no, that's what I mean. Like it's, I mean, it's, it's kind of, it's, it's, it's kind of comical caricature, but it's, that's what I mean. Like it's just for the sake of it. I don't know. Yeah. It's bad. I mean, it wouldn't have been okay if it like had some kind of service to the plot because it's like, okay, come on. But it just like doesn't mean anything to the plot so it's just there and and to me that makes it worse yeah but anyway Um, but that's kind of irrelevant to now we'll get to that in a bit um so anyways yvonne is having this uh well it's like a pretty normal pet pet owner relationship with this well it's (laughs) as normal as yvonne can be this weird ass motherfucker anyways um so there's this creepy dude in the show called Harlan. Uh. <laughs> He's got like no teeth. He's missing his big toe. Oh, which God. brings me to how he's involved in this story. So he hates this walrus. He's like, Tommy's talking about the walrus to his dad. And he's like, this is a problem. And Harlan's like, you're talking about this walrus? Like, is it a white walrus as white as the virgin snow? <laughs> Does he have a scar on his left flipper? And Tommy's like, yeah, that's the one. You seen him, eh? Oh, I seen him, all right. He, he tells this story, and it's hilarious, because they depict him as, like, Conan the Barbarian, more yeah, like Cold Man, say, the like, Ice Fisherman. The way that he's remembering himself, like, you know for a fact that it has to be fake, because it's just so <laughs> different to how he 
is in the show. Like in the show, he's just this like scrawny little like hillbilly, basically. Oh my um, god! Yeah, no, it's like a fucking scene from Conan the Barbarian. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Anyways, so oh, anyways. Harlan, just just to be clear, like Harlan is not. Uh, he's he's white. He's just a white, he's like, a, like he's an like old a scrawny creepy white little dude. white dude. Yeah, living up north. <laughs> anyways, Cold Man the Ice Fisherman. He's fishing for this gnarly shark and the shark pulls him in and he goes down with his conan axe and he butchers the shark and this oh, is that like was gross this is gross because it's like even if you think about it like ecologically like i kind of believe that you know if you're gonna eat meat hunting is the best way to go because you're killing one animal and you're surviving off of like that one animal's meat rather than you're eating pieces from 50 different chickens in in you know factory farmed meat you know what i mean like it's mm-hmm. definitely if you look at the facts and the stats hunting is the most ecological way to eat meat but this yeah. guy goes in and just butchers <laughs> this shark with his axe underwater like underwater so all the pieces just go everywhere leaves all the meat so doesn't consume any of the animal gets nothing from so there i was kind of like that's kind of offensive in in a way Anyways, when he comes out of the water, this walrus comes after him and bites his toe off. And Glowing he says, red eyes. Yeah, he's, he's really Fangs. antagonizing this this poor walrus and, and bites his toe off. And he says, and he's the reason I was never able to contend in the Frosty Wiener Dancer Contest. I was rejected the Frosty Wiener Line Dancing Academy. <laughs> <laughs> So, anyways... <laughs> Whatever that is. Like, Tommy and Yvonne find out that Harlan wants to kill this walrus, or they, they find out he's got bad feelings against this walrus, and... No, he, Tommy tells him, he's like, he's coming to kill your walrus. Yeah, yeah. And, um, so, Yvonne, this part really, really killed me, because they're like, Yvonne says to the walrus, he's like, Hey, Lumpy, uh, what are you saying? Hey, Tommy, maybe we should let Lumpy tell us his side of the story. Tell us what really happened. And so, <laughs> Lumpy just starts like grunting like a walrus do. He's like, <laughs> he just starts going on and it, it cuts to like a flashback to what actually happened. So like Harlan's fishing and the bait fish that he uses, the tiny little dead fish wakes up and pulls him into the water, this weak ass fish, and <laughs> drowns so him. He looks shriveled. And Lumpy saves Harlan just like he saved Yvonne the first time. Yeah. And sweet, sweet Lumpy. Uh, when Harlan comes to on the surface after Lumpy gives him CPR or the Heimlich and you know whatever saves his life, um, Harlan gets so scared that he takes his little hatchet and just loses control, throws it into the air, and cuts his own toe off. So the, basically, this is a, a, an ego thing. It's a pride thing. And Harlan needs to kill this walrus so that all witnesses can be gone of Harlan cutting off his own toe. It's 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 a sad story about, about his manhood. I don't know. This uh, <laughs> fragile masculinity. Yeah. Poor little Harlan with yeah. his fake soapstone toe because he couldn't afford the ivory one. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bill Tokyuk's like, Oh, Harlan, did you get the ivory toe? He's like, nah, I can only afford the soapstone one. Anyway. It's so gross. But anyways, after after the walrus describes this intricate scene, Tommy says, did you understand any of that? Did you understand any of that? Yeah, I have not a clue. And so they just like act like nothing happened. <laughs> and yeah. So nobody knows that this actually happened except for the walrus and Harlan. And um, Yeah. Uh, <laughs> One really funny thing that killed me in this was like, well, eventually Harlan kind of gets to the walrus and he he slingshots his soapstone toe at the head, knocks him out. Lumpy falls in the water and Yvonne is mourning and he's he's going <laughs> he's going out for a walk and he's oh. like moping. <laughs> this is yeah. such a cool reference that like I just like it. Yeah, it this really was funny. made me laugh. He sees this bald like head, and it reminds him of Lumpy, and he kind of goes. Into he a, has like a um, like a mustache, like a very bushy, bushy like walrus mustache. Yeah, and he it, it's just like it, he reminisces hard and goes into a trance, and he's like, "Oh, Lumpy, my Lumpy!" He puts his he takes off his belt, his underwear fall down, and he puts the belt around this fucking bald man's head as his leash. Yeah, and this guy, he's like a delivery man, and From he's like delivering pool apparently, yeah, and he's like delivering eggs, and he, he fuck it, he looks at Yvonne and he's like, 
I'm not the walrus, I'm the Eggman. <laughs> and like my windows were open, I could hear people walking outside and I just laughed so loud outside and then everybody outside went dead quiet all of a sudden. Okay. It's hilarious. But wait, so you need to kind of like go back because meanwhile, like there's sort of two plots happening. You know how there's like the main plot, but then there's always this like little subplot. So the little subplot, sub literally, <laughs> is there's this Japanese sub that we saw earlier in the show. And on the sub, obviously, are Japanese sailors. But the way that they're portray- portrayed all I'll is say just... Is, all I'll say is this. So we are not lost. No, we are lost, all right. But we are lost because Private Fuji cannot read a map. It's really bad. It's like hilarious it's so anime. You no. know, when you watch like an anime dub and it's like, oh, Satsuki. And you like hear them breathing and they're like grunting. Like, yeah. Okay, stop. Oh my God. It was like that the whole the whole time but worse because like their voices are it's basically it's just like the most offensive like it's basically oh, yeah. like mickey rooney in breakfast at tiffany's yes oh my that's god that's exactly what it is it's, it's so 100%. bad 100 percent. it's so bad anyways basically they need to go ashore because they have led the, the sub astray they need to get supplies and they need to get toilet paper because apparently the captain has like mad diarrhea oh and my he god, needs toilet paper oh maybe the pork sushi was a mistake <laughs> and so they just they go on like land and they're just like collecting their supplies but like it's like we mentioned before it's sort of like inconsequential to like the main plot into like what's happening to Yvonne and mm-hmm. the rest of the people in town it's just like it's just there <laughs> yeah oh my gosh anyways so, so yeah bad. they like they but there's they they end up they get into some pretty funny shenanigans though like like stereotypes aside offensiveness aside. yeah like if it was just any other random characters it kind of would be funny what would happen but like like what do yeah. they do they're out there and oh um they go to duke's antique shop and duke is mad we see duke because he's like oh no like i asked for 300 sheets of wallpaper and two of sandpaper but you sent me 300 sheets of sandpaper and two of wallpaper so then these these guys walk in the two japanese guys walk in and they're like oh like do you have toilet paper here and he's like oh well yes i do you're in for quite a deal yeah (laughs) because they're not gonna the like store that sent him the sandpaper is not gonna let him return it so he's like (laughs) so he sells them all this sandpaper and they think it's toilet paper and they're gonna give this to the captain of their sub which that is just ridiculous though like how (laughs) the hell how the hell But that's are you the telling? Show. Are you like, trying to suggest that in Japan they don't have toilet paper? They could not know what toilet paper is versus sandpaper. Like it's just crazy. Anyways. Yeah. But yeah, no, that's true. Like the show is just ridiculous. Like that. Like they, they go just... to the bingo hall and they win at bingo. Yeah. And then they're like the two skids in the town. Oh, I, I don't gross. know what their thought is, but I think they want to steal their bingo money. But yeah. they end up becoming best friends with them and they switch clothes. So yeah. they give like the, the uh, Japanese sub privates give their uniforms like to the skids. Yeah. And they, they take the skids clothes and they're like, oh, bro. And the skids yeah. are like, oh, arigato, bro. Domo arigato. Thanks it's for so the good time, bro. Like it's, it's so bad. They're just swapping culture all of a sudden. Oh, yeah. it's, it's, the, anyway. it's the weirdest thing. I, I, it was funny. Like I laughed, but... You know, I acknowledge the offensiveness, but you know what? The thing is, it's, I mean, well, they, they, they kind of hit on a lot of stereotypes with, but with the accents and they were kind of, those are like the least offensive things. Those are the things that, you know, we just got to laugh. You know what I mean? I don't know if I agree with you. (laughs) I don't know. Cause I I, I just, the way we speak and express ourselves vocally, it's just, it's like a beautiful thing and we need to like. You know, yeah, take it in from everybody. Not, and, and They're not, like, portraying it in a beautiful way. They're tra- portraying it in a way that you have to, like, they they want you to, like, make fun of them. That's true. Yeah. That's, it's, like, I, It's next level. It's, it's bad. It's yeah. not, I don't think, I think, like, you can't do stuff like that. Like, no one would get away with, like, doing that mm-hmm. anymore. You know what I mean? And, like, me, there's but, a reason. And I don't think it's being, like, too sensitive and whatever. Like, it's just straight up offensive to Japanese people. 
And like, I think that there are ways to like include Japanese characters in a way that's still funny, but it's not making like a mockery of them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that I think that's the difference. It's like, it's not, you know, it, yeah. it just like, it's just being like cheap and making a mockery of them. And it like, like we said before, it doesn't serve the plot. So no, that's true. It's totally gratuitous and yeah. just anyway. takes advantage of, of a culture just for like, to be like the punchline of a joke. And I think that's like yeah. the problem. Yeah. Um, Cause yeah. Cause I, I don't think you have to like take cheap shots to be a funny show, but no. anyways, it is um, what it is. Like, this is like a 20 year old show. And again, it doesn't excuse it, but you know, it was yeah. another time. <laughs> but like every, every culture involved in this though, they, they highlight mm-hmm. the, I don't know, the ridiculous of it. Like Harlan, no, yeah, the white true. dude, he's painted as this white trash motherfucker. The Inuit dudes, they're sort of portrayed offensively as like certain native stereotypes. Uh, the Japanese guys are totally blown out of the water. Like the, all yeah. the, the Admiral cares about is his honor yeah. and like they dishonored him. So he needs to punish them. And Yeah, no, I get that. But again, I think like the difference... Or like the whole thing kind of boils down to this was like created by two white guys. Created by two white dudes. Yeah. So Uh, that I think that kind of you can't just because they're like making fun of everybody. mm -hmm. It's not really their place to like make fun of a lot of different people. I don't know. Can we say that though? It's like just jokes. (laughs) I don't know. No, I know. I know it's jokes, but it's like you know what I mean. Yeah, but I again like I don't think that they should necessarily be able to fly anymore. You know what I mean? That's true. Yeah. Because like white two white dudes shouldn't get to like be in charge of representations of like indigenous cultures and Asian cultures That's and things like point. that. You know what I mean? Like there yeah. needs if there's gonna be cartoons portraying these people, I think they should be created by the like people of their culture. You know what I mean? Like people should be creating Or they should stuff be involved as some sort of Yeah, um, yeah. Geez, like at least like you know, reference, you know what I mean? But I think that's that's more like the problem than anything else i don't think it's like being too like i don't think it's being too sensitive or whatever because what, i think like at the end of the day it's like look it's just a cartoon and yeah it's like these guys it's not their culture and it's not their right to make fun of it but it's yeah. like they're just jokes so it's you shouldn't get too hung up on it I no I, I i get it and and again it's I not guess, worth getting angry over no no i know i guess it's just kind of t- using it's it not as my like cultures. okay like but it's not it's like not our culture so then no, again, I know. like i i understand that i don't really have a context when it comes yeah. to and i like, guess like you know it it existed and like we can't be i guess mad at it for existing in the time that it did but like i guess it's more just using it and saying like okay look like this is what didn't work about this show and this is why and we need to kind of do better mm-hmm. and like the show still has merits like there was like stuff that made me smile and laugh watching it and i remember watching it as a kid and like how huh, it was like it was nice and like yeah there's like it's not just like a completely trash show it's just you know there's a lot in it that we need to kind of yeah. look at through a more critical lens. Yeah. Well, well, you know what? That makes me think of the second episode we watched. Yeah. That I think that's a good enough segue because the second episode really is just like, I don't this know. This one's just like wacky. Yeah. This it's just was, wacky. Yeah. I'll let you take it from here. Um, yeah. So this is, I guess, the one that like when we kind of mentioned doing this show, like talking about this show, uh, this was the first episode that jumped to my mind. <laughs> um, so it is called... Fromage to Eternity. <laughs> okay, I just want to say that when I watched this, uh, like I didn't think about it going into it. Like I could, I didn't know that I, the title didn't remind me of anything. But when I watched it, I remembered this episode hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the show. This episode is just. It's like just silly. Yeah, oh my so God. I'll I'll just <laughs> I'll just uh, go through the plot, and we can we can stop and jib jab about it along the way (laughs) um so basically the like premise of this episode is the big town potluck is coming up and everybody is like gunning for first place because i guess the policewoman luba she wins every year so everyone is like gunning to beat her and she sort of lets it drop in the supermarket she's like oh i think i'll make a jello mold this year she talks like she's in fargo also <laughs> she's like oh jeez oh jeez oh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> i think i'll make a jello mold anyways so she 
<laughs> she's like, yeah, maybe blah, blah, blah. She's like, oh, they're so fun, whatever. So everyone just like grabs the jello and they're like, oh, I'm gonna make a fucking jello mold. I'm gonna beat that bitch. But anyways, they don't say it like that. It's a show for kids, but <laughs> that's basically what their eyes say. <laughs> so everyone is making their jello. Oh, wait, no, before Tommy and Yvonne are just chilling at. Yvonne's pad and he's reminiscing basically he's like no I'm not gonna participate in the potluck I'm not doing his voice like it's gonna irritate me <laughs> but basically Yvonne is like not going to participate in the potluck Tommy's the potluck she is impossible and the reason why he tells Tommy he has like a flashback because he always has flashbacks to when he was with King Louis in France the good old days must I recount for you an episode from my past and there was a day where everyone had to make food that resembled the king and offer it to him as a tribute which is just like oh anyway oh, that and probably so we, actually happened knowing how like know. medieval well, kings were <laughs> we don't know but anyways so this is what was going down and Yvonne has the genius idea to make a souffle so he makes a souffle in the shape of King Louis's head and but in classic Yvonne fashion right before he goes to give the king his souffle he farts and his fart deflates the souffle <laughs> so it looks like poo it looks uh, like a plate of poo and he yeah. like presents it to the king and he's like oh he's like this doesn't look like you it looks like a cow dung but that's the most noble of all dungs anyways <laughs> king is not having it he's just like how dare you how dare he, like, you expels him from the get castle get the f out of my castle yeah so he's like bye um <laughs> so Yvonne oh is God. like, oh, I will not make anything for the potluck. Um, and then he's like, maybe I can just go and like entertain with my jokes. Look, here is a funny green hat. And he pulls this like fluffy, like green wig, I guess, out of his trunk and puts it on his head. And then Tommy's like, that smells horrible. Like that stinks. And like Yvonne's like, what are you talking about? What? Anyways, Tommy leaves because his band is going to be performing at the show. Oh my God. Do you remember the name of his band? No. <laughs> I just remembered it. I didn't. They, didn't. they didn't mention it in either episode, but it's coming back to me now. The name of his band was the Four Loose Hairs. <laughs> like as in hairs that are loose, but everyone's always like the Four Losers. And it was just like a running gag on the show. But anyway, so Tommy leaves to go like perform oh with God. the four loose hairs and um Yvonne meanwhile realizes that his wig is not a wig but it's cheese <laughs> so wait 350 year old cheese it's so gross he's like oh my cheese I didn't eat it on the voyage I forgot. my cheddar yeah which I'm like why would he have cheddar also is that a French cheese I don't think it is but anyways it's cheddar. And it's not something you would take on a long nautical voyage. That would go <gasps> bad immediately. Anyway, yeah. So it's just like... You bring green. a goat. You kill the goat while at sea and you have fresh meat halfway through your voyage. Anyway. <laughs> but going back to the episode, Yvonne clearly was not a gifted voyager. And he had some cheese that he didn't eat. Ah, it's a cheddar which I forgot to eat on my journey. Oh my so God. now he's got this green piece of cheddar. He's like, oh... I know what to do with this cheese. So he decides to make a fondue, a cheese fondue with the 400, almost 400 year old cheese, which is just horrible. But anyways, he, I'd try it. I would not. We'll have to see in this episode. I'd try it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyways. So basically everybody gets to the potluck and they're all unveiling what they brought, but everyone brings a freaking jello mold, which just looks so nasty, except for Luba. She brings like a plate of crudite in the form of E equals MC squared. Like she spells out like E equals MC squared with like carrot sticks and like celery. Anyways. <laughs> So everyone's freaking mad that she duped them, basically, to be the only one to not have a jello mold. So ever they're having a jello fight. <laughs> um, and then Yvonne walks in and they're like, what do you have there? That smells good. And then he's like, oh, it's my cheese fondue. And they all just start eating his cheese fondue and it's gone in like two seconds. He doesn't even get a chance to try any. So he's like, oh, well. And then they're like, oh, my God, Yvonne wins the prize. So he's pumped and then everyone starts dancing. But while they're dancing... They all, just, in. they all just start tripping balls and like one by one their eyes kind of go into like these little like spirals and then you start seeing them hallucinate um so it starts with like luba seeing the little like what is, what's his job i don't know he's like a government employee and he's like this little nerd that like nobody likes but anyways his she starts like picturing him having like a million legs dancing super fast 
then, oh yeah, Harlan um, looks at Yvonne and he, Yvonne is just like shaking his booty and then all of a sudden his butt just like turns into this mouth and eats Yvonne. Like his own, his, <laughs> he gets like eaten by his own butt. That's like the, the vision that Harlan is seeing. So he's freaking out. And then he runs to his wife, Mary, and like her Big head. Mary. Yeah, I like her. She's cool. Yeah. Um, she just like takes no shit. She takes no shit. She's she's a strong female character. Well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Large and in charge. Okay. (laughs) Anyways, um, her head like starts spinning around, and then it like opens up, and all these like little miniature Marys start pouring out of her head and he's like freaking out and then um one of Tommy's bandmates like looks at him and sees him like morph into Jimi Hendrix who's playing O Canada <laughs> which was the scene that I vividly remember yeah, because me too. growing up I found like you were all you always kind of dictated the music taste just where you were a year and a half older than me you kind of had this you, you dictated what we were listening to yeah. So some of the first music I started listening to was Jimi Hendrix and Kiss. You mean, by, the, you mean like when you escaped my, my grasp? Yeah, like Backstreet Boys and Evanescence and Avril Lavigne. Um, okay, listen, these are all quality emo. artists right now. Well, you know what? Hey, good memories. Good yeah, memories. I'll give listen. them that. Wake me up. Wake me up inside. I can't wake up. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, no, we're not continuing. Wake me up inside. <laughs> uh, Anyway, uh, uh, yeah. yeah, but, but like anyways, Jimi no. Hendrix, I love Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. As a young kid watching this show, I was like, "Oh, that's Jimi Hendrix, man!" No, it was a really like funny image, and basically everyone sees just like a bunch of trippy imagery. It's like psychedelic. Oh, the only one who's like not freaking out hardcore is Big Mary. She's like having the time of her life. <laughs> she is loving it, and I love her for it. She can like handle her shit. But anyways, her, her and Harlan are like singing these hippie songs outside. Okay, of- wait, no, no, I'm not there yet. Okay. <laughs> okay, so that's like that night. The next day, Yvonne goes home and he's like, "All right, whatever. I'm gonna go out into the town and show everyone my award. Like everyone's gonna want to talk to me about how I won. My cheese fondue was so good." Um, he's like, he's fine, right? Because he didn't eat any cheese fondue. So he comes into the town. And then, like, everyone is acting crazy. (laughs) (laughs) They're tripping balls. Well, they're still, like, they are in the 60s. They're acting as though they're in the 60s. So, yeah, as you were mentioning, Harlan and Big Mary are, like, singing songs. They're, like, singing all these hippie songs, which I thought, okay, this is what I was going to say before. Of how basically you saw like Jimi Hendrix, but like not Jimi Hendrix because they probably didn't get like the copyright to use like yeah. his image and stuff. But what I thought was so funny is that they were like singing all these songs and they were well-known, well-known songs, but basically to get around it, they would just change like one word. <laughs> so, you know, the song when they were like, do everything, turn, turn, turn. Um, but they would say like, do everything, rotate, rotate, rotate. <laughs> <laughs> what was all- the one too? They're like, the peace is in the lake. Or uh, the first one that they were singing. Uh, oh, what did they say? The answer, my friend, is floating in a lake. Shit, dust in the wind, maybe? No, it was just, it was really funny. And like, I just thought that was like a kind of like a little clever, like, because there was some stuff on the show that was like really funny and clever like that, like mm-hmm. apart from all the. Well, like the Beatles reference, like, yeah, I'm not was, the walrus, I'm the uh, Eggman. That yeah, that made killed me, laugh. me. That was so clever. Yeah, because that's something that I totally that like totally would have gone over our heads as kids. It's like something that you look back on and you're like, oh. uh. it did go over my head. Well, yeah, I was like, oh my god. Yeah, I don't remember that at all. Oh, kitty. Oh my god. Sorry, my animals are like wild right now. Anyway. Um, so yeah, so he, he sees them and he's kind of like, okay. And he sees Duke in like a, in like a prayer circle. Because remember when, you know, like George Harrison went to India and suddenly was like, I don't know, you know, bringing all that back. And they're they're (laughs) basically singing like these like prayers that Yvonne cannot master. So they kick him out of the group and anyways, whatever. So he leaves and he goes, he keeps going and he goes into, um, what what's his name? Bill. Sorry, oh my god, I was gonna call him Ted. Bill Ted. <laughs> Bill <and> Ted. <laughs> Anyways, okay. Yeah. Um, he was in. He goes into Bill's bar, and normally Bill, like as we mentioned before, is like cooking with like meats and 
moose and stuff and he gives him a tofu burger and Yvonne is like what the heck and then he sees Tommy and Tommy's like this too cool for school like normally in real life he's just this like kind of like he's not like nerdy per se but he's kind of dorky like you know he's he's like nice and he cares about people and stuff but now he's like all of a sudden this like too cool for school greaser kid oh my god who's like yeah. playing pool in the corner and he's got this like girl who's she's like, like oh a super god. hot goth babe goth I groupie i don't know anyways she's like oh my god you're so amazing and he like snaps his fingers and she just like com- like as a it's command like basically and like gives him a kiss on the cheek i'm just like <laughs> anyway um oh. so you've oh sorry continue no 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 go well i was just gonna say side note do you remember what the name of the town is up your muck luck. Oh right, my that's god. That's like pretty stupid. <laughs> Up your muck luck. Oh Jesus. Uh, muck luck is a seal skin boot. Shaking my head. Just so you know. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh god, and the name of Bill's bar is the Mad Cossack, which oh, um, a Cossack is like a Russian horseman warrior. You know, they wore like the the large fur hats with the horns, basically. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, and the looser government official dude, he's like Easy Rider now. He's like Dennis Hopper from Easy Rider. Oh my god, he's the coolest guy. He's like, I'm gonna ride into oblivion, man. If you see the pigs, you didn't see me. And then just like zooms off. Also, he's driving while high. That's not cool. Anyway, yeah. Well, yeah, true. <laughs> Bro. But that actually no, but that actually makes him better because then when we come back to him when they're not high anymore, he's like not able to control the machine and <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, so basically like Yvonne is like, "What the heck is going on? Everyone's gone cuckoo." And then he he um passes by a store that has TVs on in the window and he stops by and sees um this basically like Julia Child Yeah, I wrote person. that in my notes. Bon appetit. <laughs> Julia and, Child. And she's making a cheese fondue and she basically says like this is so good your guests will go mad like haha. Anyways, so Yvonne is like, "Oh my god. That must be what happened." And then it comes to a commercial and it's like food in a can and the whole like it looks so gross but anyways the whole thing is just like oh so good it's fit for a king and then you see king louis and then this like king louis actor comes on the tv and yvonne basically imagines him talking to him um and he's saying like now's your chance like um you you gotta like take over like you're gonna be the king now that they're all under the spell of your cheese fondue basically anyway so yvonne (laughs) is like oh my god you're right. So he goes and he freaking, he like repurposes a school bus. He makes it like a love bus, I guess he calls it. I don't know. No, no, so, no, no. It's a hippie bus. Yeah. But when he pulls into town, everybody congregates around the bus. And Luba, the cop, like he says like, oh, it's a bus for peace and love, you know. And Luba goes, it's a love bus. Oh. Like very suggestively. Yeah. And everybody's like, oh. A love bus. Everybody in this town is just super horny for each other right now. Like they're it's, all on yeah. acid and they want to bang. Oh, anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so basically, they're all like, "Okay, let's get on the bus. We're gonna go spread the word of love and peace to the world." Um, so they get on the bus, and Yvonne is driving, and like Harlan is still singing his songs, and then he's all of a sudden, on the guitar. He's shredding. Oh yeah, he started playing like Foxy by um, Jimi Hendrix. Anyways, um, yeah. So he, um, all of a sudden, the bus breaks down, and Yvonne is like, "Oh no, I gotta go fix it." But while this is happening, everyone starts snapping out of it. (laughs) So they're all just like, "What the hell? Like, where are we? What's going on?" Um, And then Yvonne is like, "No, my plan failed. Oh, I won't be the king." Anyways. So basically everyone's just like they I don't know, they just kind of snap out of it and go back to town. <laughs> and then uh Tommy goes to Yvonne's place and he's like, "Oh my god, Yvonne, like I you made a fondue with this cheese? Like I bet that's why. Like I bet that's what happened." And Yvonne's like, "No, that's stupid." And he he eats a piece of the cheese and he's like, "See, like I'm fine. Am I like a crazy hippy dippy whatever?" And um Tommy's like, "Okay, no, I guess you're right. Anyways, I'll see you later." So he leaves. And then you flash back to like the town um, and everyone's just sort of like, that was so weird. At least we're all back to normal. And then um, I forget who, but someone's like, well, not everybody. And then you look to, oh, wait, no, sorry. Oh, my God. I missed like the weirdest part of the show. 
So before they flash back to town, Yvonne goes on a trip and it is scary. So basically, there's this like mountain of cheese that he gets stuck in. And then the king, King Louis, appears to him and he is shredding on one of those guitars that has two necks. Yeah, the same as Tommy's from... From the fondue party. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Town so dinner party. He, so he's just like wailing on the guitar. But then he. Something happens. I don't exactly remember what, but basically Yvonne's butt gets chopped off. It so just. His, he pops out of the cheese, but it's only his torso and his, oh, his yeah, ass yeah, yeah. like comes out after him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his butt like comes out after him and it's like squirting like paint on him. <laughs> I don't oh know. my God. <laughs> That's so weird. Butt juice. Like different color butt juice. Oh my God. So gross. Anyways, and um, just keeps like squirting all this crap on him. Then finally he sees like giant Tommy and he's like, Yvonne! And he reaches out his hand and Yvonne takes his hand and then like he's like, psych! And he eats him basically. His, his hand and then, becomes his tongue like. Yeah. And then he chases down Yvonne with a lava lamp. <laughs> he like drinks a lava lamp. And then <laughs> all the like lava clumps basically become people in the also, town. Also Tommy's legs, he's got like a spider Body. Oh yeah, he's got like a spider body. It's so weird. It makes no sense. And so yeah, so basically all the like lava blobs become like people from the town. Um, and then like one of them turns into like a pig and is like chasing him. Big and Mary then, just morphs into a pig. Oh yeah, that was so rude actually. Aw, <laughs> poor Big Mary. Anyways, um, yeah, so that was just, that was just weird. And um, then... We flash to the town and they're like, oh, good thing we're back to normal. Oh, not everybody. And then you see Yvonne, he's like the Pied Piper. Like he went way back. But I guess, I guess because he wasn't in the 60s. Yeah. Like so he I guess he get probably, yeah, no, exactly. So he probably went back like 30 years before his time where he was living. I just kind of got that now. So oh my like God. The, yeah. He's like the Pied Piper basically. Shit. And he's like leading all the rats out of town and they're just like, okay. At least he's getting rid of the rats. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, just let him <laughs> the go. The cop wants to lock him up, throw him in the drunk tank. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Anyways. And then that's the end of the episode. <laughs> oh my God. Let's see. Now this is the episodes that I remember. These are yeah. the ones that are, they're just fun. They're just silly. No, no real offensive things in this. No. Uh, you know what I mean? It's just, yeah, it's just silly. It's mm-hmm. fun. And, and that's what I think cartoons are all about. You can do anything. You can draw anything that you can imagine. Mm-hmm. So it's a great place to be silly. That's why I, I love things. And now I haven't really gotten into it like you have, but what I have seen from things like Rick and Morty, Adventure Time, those shows yeah. where they just really take imagination and go, go wild balls with it. to the wall <laughs> you know what i mean that's what yeah. i think cartoons are all about yeah well that's what makes kind of like animation such a cool medium and um i had a class uh i'm gonna bring up my degree again oh uh, my god because i all right studied films so <laughs> <laughs> um no but uh i did take a class like i had a class on animation and that was sort of one of the things we were talking about of like how you can use it to do these things that you wouldn't be able to get away with in real tv shows like if you look at like cartoon violence and things like that like you don't i mean sometimes it can be disturbing in animation but it's like not anywhere near you know i mean you wouldn't see like a severed butt chasing a man in real life like in a re- in a live action show you know what i mean it's just <laughs> you can get away with doing these like kind of crazy things and yeah. yeah that is like that is what i like the show is very creative yeah um it, and i i like you know like i said a, i'm like it's not a it's not like a horribly horrible show that i think should be like condemned you know what i mean it's not yeah. that it's just like there is stuff you got to like look at with a, like a little bit more of a critical eye yeah. and be like, yeah, that wasn't great. We need to do a little bit better. But like there is still stuff in the show that I think is funny. And like if there are definitely like the, the cheese episode is worth a watch. Yes. That's a good starter episode. Like if you want to introduce somebody to a show, you know, this is Fromage like, hey, check out this eternity. show. Fromage to eternity. Yeah, and you can kind of watch any show. You can. It's not one of those um, like it, the episodes are like not really sequential. Yeah, they're non-linear or whatever. They're they're all unrelated to each other. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, you might get a little more like context for the characters and in like the first episode or something like that. But this is like you could watch it and get it. Then again, the theme song kind of gives you the gist of it. Yeah, that's true. No, I mean, I mean more for like the characters in the town. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. you get the gist of it from. Mm-hmm. 
just like watching any yeah. episode, but it's funny. Oh my god! Yeah. But it was it was it's good fun, and yeah, I just. I, I think I'm gonna go back and binge watch a few episodes of Yvonne now. <laughs> I can't believe it's almost 20 years old. That's oh my god! Yeah, I was, I was aired, surprised. It, yeah, it ran from September um, 1999 to November 2005. So, so I'm I did like, see what? <laughs> oh my god! That's crazy. That's six years. That's a good run. Yeah, I was thinking that too because I, you know, when you look at like uh, when we talked about like the ripping friends or whatever, that was only one season. I mean, thank God because that show is like just in. Horrible, but um, do you think they stopped running Yvonne because it was kind of getting offensive for the time? You know what I mean? Um, like it was, it was a I, I don't know because like the reason they got away with it was it was like it was some of the offensiveness was acceptable, but then as you know, today a lot time, of this wouldn't yeah. be. It wouldn't no, be. um, I don't know. I didn't because that's what I was I was trying to like look and see if there were any sort of critiques about like the portrayals of like indigenous people and stuff and I couldn't I couldn't find any so I don't know if it's just that like nobody really remembers this show or like cared enough but the Fromage uh, to Eternity episode makes me yeah. want to drop acid and have a fondue party <laughs> hey I, I go to these raclette parties all the time that would make it a hell of a lot more interesting I was gonna say Jesus do you go on acid but okay no no <laughs> no hi mom um, yeah, no, um, so again, as always, uh, you can, um, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at time to, uh, whoa, no, tune time underscore pod. <laughs> and, uh, the link to our website will be in the episode notes as always. Um, we'll provide an episode guide to go along with these episodes where you can kind of check out some visuals. If there are any interesting clips that we think you should see, um, we'll include them as well. Links to different articles um, that we think kind of are interesting that go along with what we're talking about that we think you might find interesting as well. And as always... Let us know what you think. Is there anything we missed? Anything we should have talked about that we didn't? Let me know. Let us know. Let, let us know what your favorite episode of Yvonne is. If you've ever watched Yvonne at the Yukon. <laughs> have you seen Yvonne? Have you seen Yvonne? Start with that. Um, oh my God. D for us and for and you if, and for me. <laughs> and if, if you want to start with an episode, let us recommend Fromage to Eternity. Yeah, I stand you know, by that. Nothing too offensive in the episode. It's just good, fun, silly time. So yeah. True, true. All right. Well, thanks for joining us, folks. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. What are we going to do tomorrow night? Same thing we do every night, Pinky. Try to take over the world. <laughs>